All right, everybody, welcome back to the End Times Podcast with your host, Kyle, here. We've got a great show for you guys today. We're going to be talking about the drag show going on in New Braunfels, Texas. I've actually got a special guest with me today. He's a precinct chair here in the beautiful city of San Marcos, Tennyson Moreno. Tennyson, if you want to say hello to the beautiful people out there. Well, hello, beautiful people out there. It's a beautiful day in here. Thank you so much for tuning in. Kyle, thank you so much for having me. Uh, we've got a great show because this is something that's happening not only in New Braunfels, uh, in not only in small big cities or, or metropolitan areas, it's happening everywhere. Yeah, I totally agree. Um, the world is running rampant, uh, not only in lawlessness, but also in abominations toward Christ. We're going to get into the biblical stuff first, and then we're going to let uh, Tennyson, um, who is not only a leader in Turning Point, but he's a leader in Young Republicans of Hayes County here um, in San Marcos, Texas. So he's got a lot of information. Um, great to have him on. We're going to go ahead and roll the ad. We're just going to jump right into it. All right. So like I said in the intro, we're going to be talking about the drag show going on in New Braunfels. And then y'all heard me heard me talk about um, end time headlines, how I always get my information from them. Um, they put out a article not too long ago talking about this drag show. Um, so it says on the article of the drag show, um, basically putting it out, um, it's going to be at Faith Church in New Braunfels, Texas. Uh, it's a drag for all for a cause uh may 6 7 through 9 p.m um tennyson and his turning point crew here at texas state campus is going to be out there protesting this this cause and this is what the article has to say about it a local texas church is set to host a family friendly in quotations drag show to on may 6th that is open to children going to keep that there we're going to talk about children later um, and how it gets earlier and earlier, um, almost every generation there are, they're teaching children earlier and earlier on. Um, I digress, but it says here, faith church in new brothels has received from the United church of Christ, a designation as a, as an open and affirming church, which donates their welcome into their full life and ministry to persons of all sexual orientations gender identities, and gender expressions. And here's a quote from Faith Church. As an open and affirming congregation of the United Church of Christ, we actively seek to express Jesus' inclusive embrace of all people. According to the Texan on its Facebook page for the event, the church affirmed that children are welcome to be in attendance. The history of the church, United Church of Christian include or of Christ includes ordaining the first woman and openly gay pastors. I'm sorry. There was a Alexa going off over there. She clearly the government doesn't like this. That was the devil right there. The devil does not like that. Um, Faith church further emphasizes inclusive love and performed same sex unions decades before the over. How do you say that word over over go? I'm just going to Oberville. Yeah, Ober, Obergell versus Hodge's decision that made the same sex marriages legal throughout the country, saying that the church voted to publicly proclaim, proclaim what we had been practicing for a while. They have openly encouraged a variety of other LGBT events, including promoting a college scholarship fund inclusively or exclusively for applicants who identify as LGBT and an interfaith pride worship service. 
Okay, so before we jump into the whole political aspect and getting Tennyson's point of view on the whole thing here, we're going to jump into some scripture where it states that um, this is an abomination. Um, I looked up, you know, multiple verses um, concerning this topic, and one of the first things that popped up was saying that there was nowhere in the Bible that says that same-sex marriage, homosexuality, is not a an abomination, which clearly is not true. Because if you look in Levitic- Leviticus eighteen twenty two, it says, "You shall not lie with a male as a woman." It is an abomination. So right there, it's saying you shall not lie with another man. You should not should not lie with another woman because this is an abomination against Christ and the God and God who created all of us. Um, and then if you look further into Levit- Leviticus chapter twenty, uh, verse thirteen, it says, "If a man lies with a man as a woman, both of them have committed an abomination, and they shall surely be put to death. Their blood is upon them." And then if you look further into the Old Testament, you go to the book of Jude, uh, first chapter, um, verse 7. It says, just as Sodom and Gomorrah and the surrounding cities, which likewise indulged in sexual immorality and pursued unnatural desire, serve as an example by undergoing a punishment of eternal fire. Um, so right there, it even states that this is a sin um, that will put you in hell. Um, all sin... Um, as far as the Bible goes, is the same, but it's through Christ we get our redemption, we get our hope, and we get our salvation through Him. That if we repent in our sins and we seek Christ first and we put Him ahead of everything else, we are able to get those sins washed away. And then, if you look even further into the book of Romans, um, ch- uh, chapter 1, verses 26 through 28, it says, For the reason. God gave them up to dishonorable passions for their women, exchanged natural relations for those that are contrary to nature. And the men likewise gave up natural relations with women and were consumed with passion for one another, men committing shameless acts with men and receiving in themselves the due penalty for their error. And since they did not see fit to acknowledge God, God gave them up to a debased mind to do what they ought to, what they ought not to be done. So basically, God was giving them up to, okay, if you want to go do this, go do it, because clearly you're not going to come seek me. Um, and it, it's scary, especially I, I tell people this all the time that once you stop hearing that voice, that Holy Spirit voice inside of you, whenever you commit a sin. And that sins or that voice inside of you is like, you shouldn't have been doing that. You shouldn't be doing this. You shouldn't be doing that. That's scary. Um, and so basically this, this verse here in Romans is basically stating that God took that voice away and was like, okay, if y'all want to do this, that's fine. And you got to look back. Why did God flood the earth? Because they were doing these abominations. For example, in Sodom and Gomorrah, they were doing these things. They were, they were sleeping with men. Men were sleeping with men. Women were sleeping with women. Um, they were acting like the opposite sex, um, and so on and so forth. So that brings us into our headline today, um, talking about what is going on in New Braunfels, Texas, which is literally what, like a 15 minute drive away from where we live here. Um, it's crazy. So perfect opportunity to bring in Tennyson here. Tennyson, go ahead and just give us like a a rundown of basically what it is that Turning Point does, and not only that, what y'all are expected to do here at this drag show. 
Well, uh, to begin, Turning Point USA is a, a conservative organization. It's primarily targeted to students, high school and college age students. We have chapters in all 50 states. Uh, we have over 3,500 chapters. Uh, and so we are a nonpartisan organization. We're a 501c3 nonprofit, nonpartisan. Uh, but we hold conservative values, uh, values like small government, small taxes, freedom of speech, free markets and freedom. Uh, and one of the things that we, we take dear is the, the next generation. That was what Turning Point was signed up to be. That it is, that's what it was started to protect and defend and grow the next generation's intelligence uh, and, and waywardness in this world. And so when something like this uh, happens in our community, like you said, just 15 minutes down the road, happens in our community it's not only our not only our our place but our uh, responsibility to do something and protect the next generation these kids that should not be exposed to uh, sexual images or drag queens or uh, any explicit images and and also to their parents who think it's okay so turning point is, is doesn't typically do things like that but we are known for activism this is one of the things that we are going to going to do an activism event for. Uh, this is not only a drag show. This is not only a drag show that's hosted at an unbiblical church. This is a drag show hosted at an unbiblical church for kids. And that's really where it crosses the line for a lot of people. And that's why we decided to protest, me and about 350 other people. Oh, yeah. Um, and, and like you said, you know, y'all, y'all seek out the next generation. Um, so I did, I did want to ask you this, Tennyson, do you think it gets younger and younger every year? Like they are the hard left and not just the left, but just this, I guess, cause of LGBTQ, um, topics is, is really facing the younger generation earlier and earlier every year. Well, the, the term slippery, slippery slope kind of has some negative connotations, but it's perfect example in this, that it is a slippery slope. Uh, we started with these ideas uh, in our in our colleges and our universities, uh, and we, we saw them kind of progress into the high, in high schools, uh, and, and now we're seeing them extend to middle schools, elementary schools, and unfortunately even lower than that. I mean, we're even younger than that. So it's I definitely think it's getting younger and younger. It's a couple of reasons that one, the media is pushing this and making it more acceptable in our society. Uh, two, it's parents. Parents are not standing up. Uh, and three, the most important is people are not standing up, not just parents. You know, I, I don't have any kids, uh, but I can see the writing on the wall. And if I don't make a stand now, I will never have the chance to make another stand. And so with your, you know, your aspirations, where you want to go with, um, you know, further on into the future, um, what are some things that like, I guess, not just America, but the people that are in higher up positions in America, for example, Congress, you know, senators, things like that. What are some things that we need to start doing as not just people and citizens of the United States, but the politicians of the United States? What are some things that we need to push to en enable this effort to basically turn around the LGBTQ effort and 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 get more of like where we're founded, our godly principles? Like, what are some things that we can do as not only citizens, but those that are aspiring to run into Congress, things like that? Well, unfortunately, that's not a, an easy question to answer within the uh, time restraints we have in a podcast. I mean, we can get into f philosophical debates about what needs to be done. and But I can tell you, kind of looking back at the history, we took prayers out of school. Uh, and, and that's where a lot of the things started to decline. And one of the things that started to decline was a nuclear family, not having a father in the house. Uh, that really took away a lot of the 
how to raise your child aspect of a family. Uh, you know, I, ra- I was raised by a single mother who did the best that she could, uh, but it was still a very difficult experience. And if I did not have a strong-willed mother like I did, I wouldn't have turned out correctly. Uh, and so it all kind of is the domino effect, and you just got to find the, the, the line of dominoes to figure out which domino fell first. I, I remember you telling me yesterday that um, the Church of Christ is a church that you attended, um, and you, you, you still attend the Church of Christ. Um, and, and with this being held at a Church of Christ, what is your, I, I, I guess, your point of view? I mean, you, I remember you telling me yesterday that it was kind of like, what are the, what, what's the word? Um, it, it offended you. In a, in, a, in a sense. So like, what, what is, what is the background on that? Like, what is the way you feel about how they're handling this? Well, faith church is not a church of Christ in its normal aspect. Uh, typically your church is Christ. And you know, as you know, they, they don't use instruments during worship. Uh, they, they have different principles, just like the Baptist or Methodist, you know, they're different denominations. This is not a church of Christ in the, the normal sense. Uh, they're typically using this as a moniker, something to be a, a, a wolf in sheep's clothing. So they're, they're, the faith church is connected with the United Church of Christ, which is very well known for being a very progressive, left-leaning, unbiblical uh, institution that, frankly, should not have a, a church name. Yeah. Um, and so basically what you're saying here is, is they're using the name Church of Christ um, to basically get um, this... I guess, agenda or narrative um, to fit in with the right, right-leaning evangelicals that we are um, because, you know, the, the statistics have been proven. I mean, most right-winged people are evangelicals. Um, and I, I did want to say here is that um, the devil is working his way into the church, whether you like it or not, guys. Um and I've said this before, and I'll say it again, like the devil's going to do anything he can to stop the narrative of Christianity, especially in this country of the United States, because that that's where we were founded. We were founded on godly principles. Um, our country has been God first for, I don't even know how many years. Um, and, 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 and this is where we are now. We, we are to the point to where churches i'll put it in quotations churches in quotations are using this lgbtq narrative to be along with the agenda of what's going on in mainstream media mainstream politics things like that and i've told you all this um before the fact that they're going to use this narrative uh this lgbtq narrative of okay christians hate gay people and I've, I've told you all this so many times. I don't hate anybody. I don't like, I don't agree with the idea of it. Um, and they're going to use this idea. They're going to use this narrative that, um, that Christians hate gay people to attack Christians. So Tennyson, do you have anything to, to, to go on with that? The fact that um, they're going to use this narrative against Christians, basically. Well, right. I mean, as a Christian myself <laughs> and going to a, a, a traditional, you know, traditional church of Christ, a correct church of Christ. We, we don't hate people. You know, God calls us to love, our, to love thy neighbor. Right. We disagree with their decisions and people's decisions. This, this so-called church, I'm putting it in air quotes too. They have very openly supported 
the LBGTQIA2M Plus community. Uh, that's a long acronym for you. Uh, they openly support trans. Uh, they openly support organizations that help with gender modification and gender reassigning surgeries. Uh, they have several things on their Facebook and their uh, different social medias. Uh, I'm not going to give them a shout out or anything, but one of their posts is, I support drag queens and I'm not afraid of the people who don't. Uh, and they go on to say that they're they're doing a drag show, and this was actually last year. This is not the first time they've done a drag show to support local LGBTQ plus affirming nonprofits. So not only are they hosting a drag show for kids in a quote unquote church, but they're taking that money they raised and not putting it towards service, not putting it towards missionaries or uh, you know Bibles for the community. They're putting it towards organizations that that slaughter. Uh, and mutilate children and their genitalia to make them a fantasy. And, 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 you know, that that's the sad thing about what's going on. I, I'm going to refer to a story. Um, I I've told y'all that uh, you listeners that have listened to me for quite some time that y'all need to download the end time headlines app. Cause it's going to give you um, it's going to give you headlines on a biblical perspective and those of you that have downloaded it and have listened to Ricky Scaparo, which is an amazing pastor in Tennessee, or sorry, in Kentucky, um, he shared a headline not too long ago about a school in uh, London, which um, you can almost guarantee if it's happening in London, if it's happening in Canada, it's going to come to the shores of America very soon. Um, and he shared a headline stating that a teacher got fired from a all-girls private school in London because she opened up her lesson with good morning ladies. And one of the students in that class um, said, not all of us identify as a lady um, in which the principal of that school um, had made the teacher apologize to the class. And then the teacher later got fired. So that's what's happening in the world today. And, and it's not only happening in our, in our allies countries, but it's coming to the shores of America and Tennyson with that being said, like, since this is happening not only there but it's starting to happen here like what are some things that you think um can help america today um with the whole it being brought into the light of not only just kids in elementary school but kids all through elementary school through high school and even college um what are some things that need to be brought to light i guess in that aspect like what, what are things that need to be done well, there's several things that, you know, the, the listener can do uh, once they once they finish the podcast. For one, you're already on your phone. Go ahead and look up your local county GOP uh, and, and get involved. Go to a meeting. Go to a conservative event. Go to uh, a way that you can get involved, a school board meeting. Listen to what your school board's doing. Listen to what the school board is saying when they're, when they're asked about the pornography books that are in the libraries. If they blow it off, that means that you need to do something because they know it's in there. These, these books that should not be uh, read at you know, university level are, are in the libraries of our elementary schools and, and uh, middle schools. And so if you're even a parent, if you're just a community member or wanting to get involved and make sure this doesn't happen to your future kids or your current kids, get involved. You can't complain if you haven't rolled up your sleeves and done the hard work. And it is sometimes going to be hard work. Become a precinct chair. Go to these meetings. Get your voice heard. If you know of something going on, like another drag show in your city or in your town or in the town next to you, 
go and protest. Get get your brothers and your sisters and your moms and dads together and go make a sign and go protest to make sure that other people know. Because it's all good and well that we make this podcast here tonight mm-hmm. and you know we can reach out to thousands of people, but that's only a very, very small proportion of the people that are living in our great country. And so it's up to you, Mr. or Mrs. Listener, uh, to go and spread the ideas uh, and maybe some something that we put on your heart tonight. Maybe you go and you pray about it and you wake up tomorrow and God says, hey, I want you to be involved with this organization. Or, hey, I want you to run for the school board because they have pornography in the library. Take that next step and don't be afraid to take that leap. Um, with that being said, we're going to jump into our next segment. I'm going to go ahead and pause recording. We're going to start the next segment, but we're going to talk about some pretty scary stuff. Um, with Tennyson here, it's, it, 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 he's gotten, he's received many death threats because of this going on in new brothels. So we're going to talk about how that relates biblically, as well as get in depth of the whole being hated for all of this. Um, and Tennyson has seen firsthand the persecution of um, doing what's right for God's kingdom. So we're going to go ahead and jump right into that here in just a moment. All right. So Matthew 10, 22 states that um, you will be hated by everyone because of me, but the one who stands firm to the end will be saved. So like I said in the last segment, Tennyson has received many death threats because of um, this drag show in New Braunfels and him protesting it with his group of turning point Tennyson. What are some things you have to say about that? I mean, I, I'm sure, um, unfortunately, this is going to be the first of many death threats that you will receive, but, um, what, what are some things that you have to say about that? I mean, it's, it's ridiculous, but at the same point, we're not shocked that it's happening. Uh, well, well, first mommy, if you're listening, I'm fine. Uh, these are hollow threats. We, we turn them over to the police department. They've, they've been very, very, uh, helpful in, taking care of us and we take care of them, of course. And, uh, most of these threats, they're, they're hollow. Uh, you know, they're just people who are upset and they, they feel the need to, to have their own little protests on social media or comment and send us a DM or respond to our Instagram story. And, you know, and, and these, these people are upset, they're deranged. And, you know, we at, really, we just say a prayer for them. Uh, some of them are actually funny. Uh, I, I got, if it's okay, I'll, I'll no, say one. It's fine. Uh, I got told, uh, I'm going to drive by your house and shoot off your okay downstairs. Uh, and so that you can live life like a train and you can see how hard it is. Uh, and I, I think that's actually, it's pretty clever. I mean, these people, you know, they don't have a lot of intelligence, but the intelligence they do have, you know, they can make good death threats. Uh, but this is nothing new. As president of the Turning Point USA, I've been part of the organization for almost two years now, over two years. Uh, we, when we table on campus, uh, we've had people come up and spit at us. We've had, we've been had, uh, members kicked and we've been punched. We've been, our table's been flipped over. We've had things stolen. We've had things ripped off of us like jewelry and stuff like that. Uh, we had a girl push, uh, down on the concrete. So this is nothing new. This is more verbal threats and this physical threats. Uh, but we are taking every step to protect our members and protect those who show up to protest. Uh, and we're, we're going to do what's best. And, and if God says, you know what, Tennyson, I want you to have a black guy. Well, hey, chicks dig dig scars, and so I'll be okay with that. <laughs> and, and you know what I think is funny, Tenny, is 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 the fact that um, you know these people claim to be loving mm-hmm. um, people and accepting of all, but here they are, you know, spitting on you, you know, saying I'm going to come by your house and chop off your downstairs, and and you know they're they're doing all these things, but you know they're 
they're being hypocritical in a sense with saying that they are all loving of they're loving of all and they're accepting of all when really they're quite the opposite uh, when it when it comes to a topic like this. You yeah, know? so much for that coexist sticker they have back on their '99 <laughs> Toyota Corolla. You know, it's it's very interesting. You bring up a good point. You know, this is a the people who they preach we're the tolerant ones and the Christians don't like the gays and they're intolerant. But yet, in the same token, they're commenting on a on an Instagram post that they're going to mutilate somebody just so they could feel what it's like to be a trans sexual and stuff like that and so yeah it's very interesting and uh we we pray for these people we try to educate them as best we can that's one of the foundations of turning point is every time that that happens we never fight back in fact we go through a training every semester uh you know what happens if someone comes up and flips over your table or flips your tent or spits on you or hits you and the first thing is you pull out your phone and record them and you don't hit back unless your life is in absolute danger uh, luckily we've never gotten to that point and we take that film or that pictures and we send it to the proper authorities. We usually will post it on our social media and we show these people who act like, uh, imbeciles and knuckleheads. I'll, I'll keep it PG here. Uh, how knuckleheady they actually are. Yeah. Yeah. I, it's <sighs> looking back at all of this and just like really thinking like what, really and truly it means to be christian in this aspect of like as much as the flesh really wants you to fight back and really wants you to to say the things that the flesh wants you to say um i guess tennyson as being ahead of this turning point organization um as well as you know having to be a leader in a, in a spiritual aspect as well as a political aspect how hard is it really to not try and fight back and argue back with these people well, it is very hard. Not only is it difficult to kind of restrain yourself from from fighting, and especially here in Texas. I mean, it's like ingrained in our DNA that you know we're rooting tootin' cowboys, and you if you know you hit me and eye for an eye and two for two, bucko. And, and so it is hard to, to kind of restrain that. But on the other side, it's also very hard to get hit, and it's hard to get spit on. Uh, but one of my, my good friends put it the best way. If no one's spitting at you, you're not doing something right. And, you know, it takes me back to when Jesus was on the cross. It wasn't they were putting flowers at his feet and, and sobbing. They were stabbing him with spears. They were putting a crown of thorns on their head. They were spitting on him and at him uh, and mocking him. And, you know, people are, people are doing the same thing for us. You know, luckily I haven't gotten a spear to the chest, but, you know, it's still early in, in the day. So we might see. Yeah, I mean, and and if anything, this is just the beginning of what we as Christians, we uh, us and Christians in America have had it really easy for a really long time. Um, and and like Tennyson was saying, it's still early in the day, meaning like it's still early in the whole um, idea of persecution toward Christians in America. Not only just that, but just this narrative of the LGBTQ um, community. So, I mean... Tennyson, how, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not going to try and put anything on you here, but in what sense, like how, how long do you think we have until, you know, we start getting actually persecuted for the faith here in America? Well, I mean, for, I, I can't really speak to uh, the religious aspect. I mean, that, that's kind of your specialty. My, my specialty is the politics side. And I can tell you from a political atmosphere, we're getting very close. 
we are having uh, people prosecuted by the federal government and by states for wanting to worship. We saw that during COVID uh, and your podcast did a really great job of kind of exposing this is when churches were trying to worship as they're protected and as they should do under the First Amendment, uh, they were being shut down or they were told you can't sing because it's going to spread germs or in churches kind of adapted in their own ways. Some said, no, we're going to worship the way we typically do. And some said, well, we're going to move it outside. And that brings up to a good point. If I, if I can go on a little tangent here, it's okay for churches to be political. Uh, they're for a very, very long time. It's always been, well, we're church, you know, there's really no room for politics and that is completely wrong. We are called to somewhat be political. If you're not going to be political, I'm not saying like the sleazy politician, that's not what I'm talking about, but be, be proactive in your community. If there's a city council candidate in your community that wants to shut you down, you rally your church and vote him out of office. You get your people to go vote and you get your people to run for that candidate position. Uh, the perfect example of this is Turning Point Faith. They do a really good job about going and getting the 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 evangelical votes, the outs, uh, not only to door knock for campaigns, but also to tell them it's okay for churches, which are 501c3s, just like Turning Point USA, to hold conservative values and to hold the values that are important to the church, like the right to worship, right, like the right to, to speak up when things are going against the church, like a drag show. So it is okay for churches and pastors to be political. In fact, it's what is country is needed. We talked about that earlier in the last segment. Uh, you know, that's one of the things that we, needs to happen. The separation of church and state is not listed in the constitution anywhere. It was written as a letter by Thomas Jefferson to the Dewey Baptist, something like that, the something Baptist. Uh, and it was misquoted in a Supreme court case. And it doesn't prevent the church getting involved with politics. It involves politics getting involved with the church. So mm. the government should not be able to shut down a church. The church should be able to shut down and shut out the government when it infringes on its rights. Well, there was a there there was a a headline that I talked about not too long ago about the school board in Virginia um, where they wanted to put LGBTQ, um, I guess, education into the school. Um, and, you know, somebody had spoke up, I believe it was one of the parents of the children that had spoke up and, and actually quoted uh, scripture, um, in that board meeting, um, and talked about how, you know, not all students are, I don't want to say, you know, accepting, but I mean, they're, they don't agree with, um, the whole aspect of, um, LGBTQ rights because of their faith. Um, and so one of the students actually went out and made a petition to uh, ban hate speech in quotations um, in their schools. So Tennyson, I'm going to ask you this, uh, you being so um, educated in the political sphere, um, how important is the First Amendment of free speech? Um, you know, and, and I'm going to I'm going to side that question with another question was uh, is um, if we get rid get rid of free, free speech, is is it the end of not only religious freedom but also America as a whole? Well, the answer to your first question, <laughs> it, it's the most important value that us as Americans have, and and we brought it up last segment too that for for a very long time America has had it easy. The American Christians has had it easy. Well, guess why? It's because of the First Amendment, 
And it's because of the First Amendment, we have the right to preach uh, on college campuses. You know, you see those the people go up there and talk to college kids and, and, and try to convert. You, because of the First Amendment, we have the right to go stand on the street corner and talk about Jesus. Uh, we have the right to, you know, go to the church and worship every Sunday. And it, it is the most critical value that we have. Um, you know, I would, I would make the argument the Second Amendment is is on the same level as free speech, because without the second, you're not going to have the first. And if we get rid of the first, uh, the entire sanctity of our American culture will follow uh, and it will just collapse because we won't have the right to stand up and to say, hey, that drag show is wrong because there's kids and we shouldn't sexualize our kids. In fact, we are, we're already starting to see encroachments on that. Uh, several of these people that go to our school board meetings uh, and, and talk out against uh, putting pornography in libraries, they've been labeled by the DOJ, the Department of Justice, mm-hmm. as domestic terrorists. In fact, the FBI and DOJ has been looking at um, parents who go and show up at, at school board meetings and say, well, you know, if they're showing up to school board meetings and they're making a fuss, they're most likely domestic terrorists. Uh, and, and that's not what the federal government should be in the business of. There's other problems the federal government should be involved with, uh, like the federal government itself. So without the First Amendment, we can kiss our churches, we can kiss our uh, worships, we we can kiss all that goodbye. You know, say goodbye to that church potluck, whether you like it or not. So it's very important. Um, in the last segment, we're going to close this out. Um, I'm going to going to give Tennyson some final words to say what what he would like to see. Not only um, us as Christians, like what we should do um, to push, kind of push back against this narrative. Uh, but also um, some words for me on, on, on how we as Christians should act toward um, these kind of situations. All right, going to reinstate the question here like to Tennyson. Um, going to give him his final thoughts, things that he needs to say, but also kind of a, a question towards him is like, what are we to do as conservative Christians to kind of push this narrative back and, and, and not give – not, not to say backlash, but like, what, what are some things that we need to do? Well, well, as a Christian, your first step should always be to pray. You know, pray about the future of our country. Pray for those fighting on the front lines, uh, you know, like organizations like Turning Point USA or the Young Republicans, which I'm also part of. Uh, pray for us because we're the ones in the trenches. Uh, we're the ones getting spit on every day. Um, but the next thing you should do is get involved. Go to your school board meetings. Go to your city council meetings. Uh, all politics is local, so start there and move up to the counties and then move up to the states. Get involved with what's going on in your legislature on your state level. Right now, uh, Texas, uh, we're in the midst of a legislation uh, session. Uh, we're having several bills about uh, you know, gender modification and um, different bills in that manner. And there's lots of protests going on as well. So um, on both sides, protests on both sides. So find something that you're passionate about and go support it. Uh, also, when it comes to the question of what Christians specifically should do, uh, we should get involved. Uh, I, it was told to me when I was interested in getting the politics, and I didn't know if that was the right thing to do. And I, this was uh, several years ago. I was doing some counseling uh, with my current pastor at the time, and I, I asked him, is politics a right field for a Christian? Is this a worthy battle to uphold? And he looked at me and he said, we do not need more Christian preachers. We need more Christian politicians. 
We need more Christian airline pilots, bus drivers, teachers. We need more Christians out in the community. So if you are that Christian, you don't have to be called to lead a church. You can be called to lead a, a classroom, be called to lead a, a Senate meeting, be called to go into politics and be a good representation of what Christianity should be. Don't do it for yourself. Do it for your kids. Do it for your community. And above all, do it for the Lord, our Savior, because if you don't do it, who else is going to do it? And you have to stop complaining if you're not going to put in the work. So go put in that work. Uh, Tennyson, let me ask you this. Um, I, I guess as a follow-up question, um, would you say this kind of um, is an invisible civil war uh, in a sense? Like, do, do you think this whole battle between um, Christians and I guess, you know, the leftist narrative, would you say this is kind of like an invisible uh, civil war in quotations here? Well, I think it's a very visible civil war. I mean, we are seeing the the battles being fought in front of us. Uh, this is one of them here in New Braunfels. Uh, we're seeing the physical battles being fought on our college campuses and our universities and elementary schools, middle schools and high schools. And unfortunately, we're seeing this fought in our churches. Uh, mm -hmm. There's the people with progressive attitudes who want to come in and seek to destroy. And we're seeing that battle happening right now. So yes, it is a civil war, but it is a very, very visible one. And if you don't see it, I encourage you to look a little deeper. Um, I totally agree with Tennyson here, um, especially in his last statement that um, one thing that we as Christians need to do is not only pray for our country, um, but pray, let's, let's pray for our politics as well. Um, let's, let, let's pray that, um, God intervenes in this politics, um, that God intervenes in a way that he's going to allow not only the people that are fighting for this um, cause, um, like to push against it, but let's pray for those people that are pushing this cause and this narrative. Let's pray that they have a an opening of their heart and, and a realization that this is an abomination against the creation um, and against our Lord and Savior um, and against our God. Um but not only that, us as Christians need to realize that this is not what we stand for. Um, there are Christians, um, I'm, I'm put that in quotations, there are Christians that are um, that are speaking for this. Um, you can look at the church that, that they're doing this at. These people call themselves Christians, and I've said this many times before on this podcast, that you don't really and truly know a person's heart. They can claim to be Christian as much as they want, but if their heart's not really there, they're not really Christian. Um, and so you can take this church, for example, in New Braunfels that are, that is doing this, um, and, and they can claim to be Christians all they want, but their heart is not really and truly there if they're for this, um, drag show that is going on in New Braunfels. So like Tennyson said, I'm going to say it again, pray, uh, that, that, that is one thing definitely to do, but not only that, let, let's open the Bibles. Let's, let's find the scripture Let's let's combat this with scripture. Um, if y'all are facing it, if y'all have children, or if you're in college, if you're in high school, junior high, wherever you're at, let's find scripture that combats it um, against those that are saying that it's not scripturally based. But not only that, um, those that are saying that Christians hate gays, let's find the scripture where uh, Christians hate gays. You you won't find it um, for one, and, and two. Um, find the scripture that says that we as Christians are called to love all um, because um, that is the most important thing is, is, is to tell people that we as Christians are to love all. Tennyson, you, you have anything to say that, that, that backs it up? I would, I would love to hear it. I, 
Well, right. Well, as we discussed earlier, we are called to love all. What we are not called to do is support all decisions. And decisions like having a sexually explicit drag show for kids in a quote-unquote church is not a decision that I take lightly, that I support, and neither should you. Uh, and to speak a little bit about that, if you are in the the Hill Country area of Central Texas, May 6th, uh, we are going to be protesting. I hope to see you out there uh, because if we don't take a stand now, then if we're going to give them an inch and they're going to take a mile. And we don't have a mile to give them anymore. The fight is coming to your front door. So let's take it to their front door at this so-called church, May 6th. Uh, it's going to start at about 6 o'clock is when we're going to show up. Uh, we're going to be peacefully protesting. We're going to start and end with prayer. Uh, we're going to have several preachers and pastors out there. We're going to be listening to great Christian music. It's going to be completely peaceful. Come out, have a conversation. Uh, and if you can't come, you know, if you're out of country, out of state or out of the, the good country of Texas, you can follow us along at uh, TXST, T-P-U-S-A. We'll put, that's our social media for Turning Point USA. We'll post updates about the protests and everything going on. You can also follow me at Tennis Submarino at T-E-N-N-Y-S-O-N-M-O-R-E-N-O-T-X. That's uh, my Instagram. Give me a follow. Shoot me a DM and tell me how much you like this podcast. Um, yeah, I mean, I totally agree with Tennyson. For sure, go ahead and follow Tennyson as well as the Turning Point USA uh, profile that he mentioned. I will go ahead and put it in the um, description as well below um, this podcast so you guys will have will be able to see it and know exactly um, – you know, who you're dealing with here. Uh, Tennyson is, is somebody that um, he, he's in the fraternity with me. I've mentioned Bucks before here at Texas State. Um, he's also a really good friend of mine. Um, we, we sit down and talk about topics like this all the time. Um, so he's very knowledgeable about that. Um, and especially if I have questions about politics, I know nothing about politics. I'm always able to go to him um, and, and ask him about that. But um, Tennyson, it's been a great pleasure having you on today. I mean, it's this is a topic that's not easy to cover, especially um, in America today and in the world today. Um, and I'm sure as a, a right-wing conservative um, politician, it's not an easy front to face. Um, and so definitely, guys, I want you all to be praying for him as well as the Turning Point um, organization as they're going to go out there um, this Saturday and, and, and face the devil head on. Um, but guys, I, I want to encourage y'all to be praying for this drag show, pray for the turning of hearts, um, there as well as pray for turning point. I mean, it's going to be a battle that they face. So I want to end on a, a, just a positive note. I know we talked about some heavy topics today and about death threats. Uh, I just want to say, honestly, for every death threat that I've gotten, I've gotten at least five to 10. Thank you so much. Uh, what do you need? What support do you need? We raised over a thousand dollars in donations the first night. Wow. People just giving giving from their hearts and saying, "This is a cause that I I want to fight for. I just can't fight at." Uh, so people are willing to uh, support us in this. And whether it's you know protesting drag shows or you know taking that fight to campus and and doing the Lord's work there, there are people out there more than the number of people against us that are for us. And so if you're interested about getting involved, I encourage you to do so because you will find support. Don't let this scare you. Um, to end this off, I, I, I want to say this was a very heavy episode. This is an episode that um, I'm probably going to get flagged for, but honestly, um, I don't care. Um, 
those of you that are listening, if you guys are listening because somebody wanted y'all to listen to this um, and shared it with you, if you are not Christian um, and and would like to be one, uh, let me let me let me show you how uh, this with the ABCs of salvation. It's something that I've shared every once in a while here on the podcast. Um, a is to admit admit to the Lord your God that you are a sinner um, and that you have sinned against Him and His Word. Um, and and B is to believe believe that Jesus is the Lord of your life and he is your messiah and believing that he is the son of god uh died rose again three days later um and then that that ends off with the letter c here which means confess with your mouth that jesus is your lord um that you are in full deliverance because of him and what he did on that cross um and, and say that prayer with, with those the a b and c the admit the believe and the confess um we'd love to have you in the kingdom um and as well as we would love for you not to be here for what is going to transpire on this earth later on, um, because we see how the stage is getting set up, not only with this uh, narrative, but with other things going on in the world. Uh, we would love for you guys to go ahead and just full on and and, and commit your lives to Christ. Um, and like I end every episode, I ask you guys um, to please share this. Um, I, I do this for free. I do this because I genuinely love um the word of God. And I love preaching. Um, but those of y'all that are listening to this, that feel like, Hey, I need, I have an uncle, I have a sister, I have a brother, I have a mom, a dad, a grandparent that needs to listen to this. I, 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 I ask of y'all to just please, um, share this with them, get this word out there because there is many people that need to reach this and you guys can reach people that I cannot reach. So yeah, ask that you guys go ahead and share this podcast, but also go ahead and follow Tennyson on Instagram, as well as follow their uh, Turning Point page. It just would help them out a lot, as well as help get their cause out because they were doing great things for the community. Um, I thank you guys so much for listening. I thank Tennyson for being on the podcast. And Tennyson, I'll give you the final words if you have anything to say. Well, Kyle, thank you so much for not only hosting this excellent podcast. I've been a, a big fan for a long time, and it's an honor to, to be on your podcast. But thank you for being willing to have this discussion. It's a discussion that is definitely hard, but it's a discussion that is <laughs> definitely needed. Uh, I'll, I'll echo a couple of things we talked about. Get involved. Don't be afraid. Uh, and hold a good line because if you don't, uh, what's going to be left for your kids? You know, What Christianity and what church and what America is going to be left for the next generation? So I encourage you, get involved and get involved very quickly because things are starting to turn south. I thank you so much, Tennyson, uh, yet again for 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 being on here. Um, God bless you guys. Uh, like Tennyson said, get involved, um, get others informed as well. Not just you, but get others in your family. If you're if you're a father and you're a spiritual leader of your household, let your household know what's going on. Get involved. Tell your kids. I I remember the first thing my mom told me right before I walked out the door to come here to Texas State was make sure you hold on to what you believe, um, because there are going to be things that. They're going to tell you, the professor is going to tell you that are going to be against your values. Hold on to what you firmly believe and do what, do the same thing as to what I, my mom told me, hold on to what you guys firmly believe um, and keep fighting out there. Um, Christ is with you along the way. God is with you along the way. And he wants us to be able to share information like this amongst the church that is not receiving it. God bless you guys. And thank you guys so much for listening.